This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 335, The Tim and Guy Show. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Okay, a real short show as far as I'm concerned. I won't be on this very, very long. Uh, well, sort of, except for the, uh, the presentation that Tim and I did. I was, I was there for most of that. Actually, I was there for all of that. Uh, before we go too much further and before I get to that, uh, I'm going to go over real, real quick some of the new stuff at the MyMac.com podcast. There is a review from David Weeks of the Griffin Power Block Plus, which is, a uh, an iPod iPad charger. There is also a new pocket size podcast number four by Scott Wilsey. A cloud computing Bible book review from Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Yeah, and uh, finally from Mike Breed, MacWorld's Mac Troubleshooting Super Guide review. Now. Uh, I just got back from Macworld on Monday, and it was a really, really good time. I really enjoyed it, and I'm so, so very glad that uh, apparently there's going to be one next year, which is good. So what uh, what we what we basically did was we got out there, and it was like nonstop, almost from the from the very beginning. Once we got out there on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday we picked up our press passes, and then. Of course, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it was all show, go, go. So I'm uh, I'm not going to stay on for too much longer. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and throw in a break. And right after the break, I will drop in the uh, the audio bit from Tim and my presentation on Saturday, which was September, September, oh, for the love of God, it was January... January 29th, I believe. Yes, January 29th. Uh, special thanks go out to both uh, Mark Rudd and Owen Rubin for taking a lot of pictures at the Macworld Expo. And if you go to MyMac.com, you can see a lot of those listed through there. And for Sam Levin for, well, just for being Sam Levin. So please stand by to stand by and we'll be, uh, actually, I'll be right back. From the MyMac family of podcasts, Tech Fan, hosted by Tim Robertson and me, David Cohen. If it moves air and it keeps you cool, then this is the podcast for you. We cover ceiling fans, desk fans, swamp coolers and air conditioners. If it's to do about air displacement and you want to geek out on that, then this is right up your street. Hello? Oh, hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm just recording a trailer for the new podcast. What do you mean you've reconsidered the concept? What, you don't want to cover fans anymore? Technology? Well, I suppose, yeah, we know a bit about it. Well, you've been doing it for 20 years or so, haven't you? You want to geek out on technology instead? 
How are we going to change the name of the show then? Oh, I see. Fans of technology. Okay, I guess that'll work. You're the boss. Okay, catch you later. Tech fan. It's not about fans, but it is about tech. Skirting the very edge of respectability and train wrecks. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah, let's go. All right, my name is Tim Robertson. I'm the publisher of MyMac.com. The MyMac.com podcast has been going since 2004. I actually retired from the show, and he's the new host of the MyMac.com podcast, Guy Searle. Hi, Guy. Hey, Tim. What's going on? I, what do you mean? You've been with me all day. You don't need to ask me what's going I on. I don't know. Hey, I'm. Follow your lead, man. So one of the things we wanted to talk about uh, at the Macworld Expo, since we're up here on the main stage, is old companies that we don't see anymore. Everybody's talking about the latest and greatest, which I agree is great. I love the stuff that's out here. But I'm old school guy. I go, I go even farther back. You know, I, I start talking to a lot of the showgoers who's been around for a long time, like us, like that guy right there. I, he's been around for a long time. That guy, right? I know he's been around for. I've seen him at every <laughs> Macworld I've ever been to, and I don't know who he is, but I see him every year. He probably went to the old New York shows too. Absolutely. So we thought it'd be fun to to mention some of the companies and see if anybody out here can remember the products. Yeah, that they used to or, make, or the products, and see if you can remember the company name. Ooh, yeah, we can. So I thought that would ways. be fun. So, no, you don't win you, anything. You, you win our respect. You win. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with you. Uh-oh. All right. Do you remember Altsys? Oh, you don't remember Altsys. How about Virtuoso? Virtuoso. Kind of. Kind of. Altsys had a program called Fontigrader. Font. Font, font editor. No, that's what it did. It was a font editor. Oh, right. No, that was a drawing grapher. program. And Virtue also was a drawing program that was licensed to Aldous, who renamed it Freehand. The rights reverted back to Aldous later and was acquired by Macromedia. So what happened to Freehand? Where's that now? Adobe, but I mean, it's kind of somewhere in the dark. The, the, well, well, yeah, Illustrator took the forefront, but Freehand is still a much better program. It was. And other people said, I hated Freehand, and I like Illustrator. <laughs> see, it's, it's the Mac versus... See, it's not just Mac versus PC. We had, we had, we had Illustrator versus Freehand. We, we had... You could only work in wireframe mode, and you could do it in preview mode. Well, not only that, we also had uh, 040 processors versus PowerPC for a while. <laughs> yes, and then we had, I'm going to stick with the PowerPC, and I'm never going to move to Intel. Never, ever, ever. I think Intel won that one. <laughs> How many of you guys have actually watched that Intel snail commercial recently and kind of cringed? Ooh, remember when we used to make fun of Intel, and we don't do that anymore, do we? No. 
Cassidy and Green. Does anybody Ooh. remember Cassidy and Green? Sam Levin, keep your hand down. I know you know. I saw oh. a hand over here. Is Why am I not surprised he's got gray hair? And he remembers Cassidy and Green. Yeah, he would. Right, right over there. Where are we at? Right over there. There he is. I want to see if he can think of two different okay. software you're on, titles. You're on the spot here. You're on the spot here. Can you think of any program made by Cassidy and Green? I don't remember the names, but didn't they make yeah. fonts too? Uh, Conflict Catcher. Do you remember the old System 9 days when, when people Conflict had to try Catcher to figure so out, popular. oh, my God, my system is crashing, then you'd have to turn off an extension or turn off a control panel and then bring it back up and see if it crashed again. And if it did, oh, that wasn't it. So you go back, turn that one back on, and then you bring up another. Oh, my God. Conflict Catcher took care of a lot of that. They also had a great game called Crystal Quest. Does anyone here remember Crystal Quest? No. Okay, the, guys, the guys back there remember Crystal Quest. <laughs> Uh-oh, we're Thank in trouble you, now. No, I'm going to put a fellow podcaster on the spot. Put the camera away and come over here. Nocilla Cast Podcast. Hello, Allison, Allison Sheridan. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing well. I've got old software and hardware companies, and you got to tell me what beget what. what you can't look at my you iPad. Can't, you can't look. I'm going to give you a real softball one. Okay, what did AppleWorks come from? It was a software before AppleWorks. No helping. I heard you over there. What, what was the software that it came from? came with every single Performa? Claris Works? Claris Works, perfect. How many people loved Claris Works? <laughs> Claris Works was great. Apple Works, I know you probably saw that or you talked to her. I see it. <laughs> oh, stop that. I think she used Cla big words loved, to give the hint. I loved Claris Works. I loved Apple Works. Why doesn't Apple make an Apple Works anymore? Look, Pages is great, but it's, it's not half as great as Apple Works was. You had a drawing program that was virtually useless. You had a great painting. Well, no, the painting program was pretty much virtually useless. The spreadsheet. No, nobody used the spreadsheet. McDraw from Claire's, too. McDraw. McDraw. I, I, I kind of understand why they got rid of Apple Works now. I answered my own question. It sounded great, but no. And does anybody remember T-Maker? Yes. You remember T-Maker? T-Maker, one of the... You come on up here if you're going to wave your hand way from the back. you got to come up here then. T-Maker started in 1979, and they were the fifth software vendor to start making products on the Macintosh. The fifth company. One of their products was is still being made, not by T-Maker. Do you know what the product that they started is still being made, which was completely crushed by Google and the image search. No idea. Image Google search. Think about that. And what was a product from back then in the early Mac days that Google image search has pretty much killed? So, you know, you, do a, you want to look at something and then you hit images and you see pictures. What's a software program from way back in the Mac's early days that every, we all had it? McDraw. Think of Clip. Clip. Oh, Clip Art. Clip Art. Clip Art is still be. We all had. How many people here still have CDs with Clip Art on it? Look at. Look at. Oh, they're and, all over and the place. And here's. Here, more importantly, how many people have a Clip Art box that's still shrink wrapped? <laughs> it was called Clip Art. <laughs> Click Art. Click Art was. Click yes. Art. 
<laughs> and okay, Adobe, how many people still no, Adobe have did not buy them on floppy drives or on, on floppies that you can't even use anymore because nobody makes a three and a half inch floppy anymore? Let, let me tell you. Uh, what I do for a living, I'm the COO of Mac Specialist. We're an Apple reseller in Chicago, Illinois. And we have two stores. I'm guessing that you're from we, Chicago. <laughs> we have two Just stores. We have one in Villa Park where people like me, the old groups, come and they actually want us to fix their G3s. And then we have the real nice boutique store in downtown Chicago where the young hip people that I hate come in to spend a lot of money, which I like. So it's, it's a weird thing. A love-hate relationship. I can't tell you how. Just recently, someone came in. We have what's called the Rosetta Mac. It's an old beige G3 with a zip drive in it with every port that you can possibly imagine. We can open anything with this thing. So a guy comes in with these old floppy disks, and he hands them to me, and he says, I don't know what's on it. I know it's from my college days. Could you possibly copy this off of it? So I can have a copy. I don't have anything that will open. I say, absolutely, no problem. $50. But <laughs> nothing is free. So I do it, and I call him, and I say, I've got your files. And he goes, well, how are you going to get them to me? I said, how about email? And he goes, are they too big to email? <laughs> and yet they fit in a floppy. That, that's old school when you think that, yeah, <laughs> floppy is too big to email. Well, how many people remember a program called Sound Jam? Sound Jam. Sound Jam. Now, here's that was the also question. Cassidy and Green. Here's the question. What happened to Sound Jam? Does anybody know whatever happened to Sound Jam? Shh, shh, shh. Okay, I got a guy back here raising. Come on up here. Tell me what Come happened up. to Sound Jam and why everybody should know what happened to it. It became iTunes. It became iTunes. Apple bought them in, what, 99? 2000? Uh, yeah, it was like about two years before they uh, released And they, they hired iTunes. all the guys who worked on Sound Jam MP, and they created iTunes. So here's old software that you're kind of still using, but not really. How about UMAX? Does anybody remember UMAX? What? Yeah, okay, I think he's going to know... UMAX was a pretty popular company in uh, 97-ish, 96. What, what did they, okay, scanners, but what else did they make that was really popular, especially at Mac World Expo for a while? Doesn't know. I know. I know you know. <laughs> it was some sort of Mac clone. I don't. It was exactly, they were a Mac clone license. A lot of people forget about Apple had clones for a while. For about two years, and between some guy named 95 Steve, and 97. And, and some guy named Steve Jobs came in and just killed the I'm whole sorry, thing. I'm sorry, who? I don't know. Some guy, Steve, Steve something. Well, how, did anyone here actually own a Mac clone? Uh, 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 this guy did. I got to know. What, what uh, Mac clone did you have? Um, that was about four. Now you got to... Yeah, but I am on the spot. I'm, not, I'm blocking on it. Was it a power computing or? That was it. Yep, yep. Was it a, a, a tower or? Uh, a PC type tower box, yeah. And what, 603, 604 chip? Do you remember? <laughs> now here's something for the old school people. That's me. Old we, school. All, we all have huge Intel systems, big flat panel displays. Who remembers Radius? Ooh. I'm gonna now I'm gonna ask my friend here. Yeah. Who, his name's Dennis and I see him I think he's some kind of a mug guy. 
because the mug guys are at every expo. It's like it's like a cockroach. If there's no mug guys and then one shows up, there's a thousand mug guys all of a sudden. <laughs> Where do the mugs come from? I'm kidding you because I'm a, I'm in a mug member myself. So, so radius. What did they make? Made monitors. Made monitors. Big ones that pivoted exactly. Yeah. We t- we took it for granted that you can't move a monitor. Now. Do you know where Radius got their start, though? Who the people behind Radius was and why that was important? Was it, was it Supermac? No, it was Burrell Smith, Andy Hetzfield, all those guys who were on the original Mac team yep. in 86 went and started their own company, called it Radius. And this will tie it back to UMAX and our printers. They were the first licensee of the Macintosh clone, and they sold their license to UMAX. It all comes together, guy. I, I know. It's scary. It, it does. There's one company. I remember seeing this demo, 1999. <laughs> I know where you're going. called Myth. And this company called Bungie. And I saw this really cool first-person no, shooter. What, wasn't that Halo? It, it was. Oh, yeah. It was Halo. Yeah, Halo. Shit, Halo. Anybody heard I, of Halo? I, it, it's gone now. I, I, I think it just disappeared. It just. Well, they were bought by some Bungie like, third-rate. And, and Halo. I, did anything ever happen with that? Uh, I, I, I think it was released and nobody really paid any attention. Now, this at all. is for old, old school. Uh-oh. Who remembers Z Term? Yeah, <laughs> out there on the board. <laughs> the real geeks out there running the equipment, they remember Z Term. Nobody remembers Z Term? He's shaking his head. Z Term was how you connected to bulletin board systems. Yep. There was no internet guy. Yeah, BBS there was one modem I can call in to a computer 200 miles away. To, to download my InfoMac newsletter. Yeah. That's old school right there. Z. But here's the funny thing about Z-Term, which you guys might not know. It was just updated in 2008. It's... T- Why? Why? What would... There's got to be a couple of BBSs out there someplace. There are you... I'm going to ask the mug guy. <laughs> He'll know. He'll know. If there's a BBS that's Mac-related, the mug guy will know. I know it. <laughs> what, what about, do you, what do you got? Uh, let's see, Aldous. How many people remember Aldous? And, well, that's I'm going to ask her. You already, she's been she really, knows. really good. She Can knows. you name one program, just one program, that Aldous used to make? Pagemaker and Freehand. Pagemaker. Page, Pagemaker. Page. Page maker. I'm going to set this down now because I don't need it. Here's the thing. There so many old software titles, long gone. So many companies that when you would come here to the Macworld Expo would have massive booths. And they're completely gone and nobody even remembers them anymore. I don't know if that's a good thing. I guess evolution, we change. Yep. But it's kind of a sad thing because these were very important programs and hardware that we spent a lot of money for <laughs> that's still shrink-wrapped and my, my wife really wants me to get rid of. And you will I still have System 7 shrink-wrapped. You're kidding me. I still do. I don't know. Who's, who's going to pay uh, you big could say money colle- you could say for collectors. a shrink-wrapped version of System... Now, if it was 7.5.5... That might be worse. You can say money. collectors, System seven. but here's the problem: is the show called Hoarders on nowadays? How many Mac hoarders do we have? Who here has a power PC machine still? Look, look, hoarders, get rid of them. You don't need them. Get rid of them. Okay, we, we, what? How many people here 
have a 68K Mac still. You have a six. Come on up here. Here. Come on. Come on. Uh, yes. Ah. Uh, you have your Mac Plus. The the Mac Plus. I have. <laughs> the Mac Plus was the very first Mac that I bought back in 1987. Who has a Lisa? He has a Lisa. He has a Lisa. Okay. How about how about hard drives from that time period? And by the way, forty say who has megabyte Lisa, I don't mean hard drive, seven hundred dollars. It's a totally different show. And when I got it, I thought I will never ever fill this thing up. It's too big. It's, it's too big. It's too big. Too big. I thought it would be really fun in our Chicago store. Can everybody still hear me? Because I can't hear myself. Yeah, I can still hear you. you good. It's I'm down a little bit. There we go. There you go. Really, he's saying relax. Oh, you got to talk. Relax. You got it covered, man. It's all right, Just baby. Just chill out a little bit. It's all right. It'll be it's okay. all good. It's all good. Did I get shorter or did you get taller? I, I don't feel think like I'm it, getting taller I feel anymore. like it's a before and after. <laughs> before and after what? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> before and after the party last night. I thought it would be really cool. Instead of having just a brand new Intel Mac Mini and all that in our Chicago store, I wanted to spark conversations when people walked in. So from the depth of my basement to the encouragement of my wife, said, yes, take it out of here. Take it, get it out of here. I took three computers and I put them as a pyramid in the store. On the bottom two is a Mac Classic and a Mac Plus, And sitting on top is the original 128K Macintosh. You got those wired down so no one could just, like, run up and steal them, right? Yeah, well. Hey, does anybody visit the unofficial Apple weblog, Two Walls website? Yeah, a couple A couple people. weeks ago, they had uh, two iPad thefts. And they show two guys ripping an iPad and running out of the store. I was the idiot in the tan shirt that runs after them. <laughs> Don't do that. Here's the, here's the problem. And that's a visual gag. Yeah, I'm like a, a dragster. I'm really fast, but it's just in short bursts. Yeah, his, then, his middle name is Buddha now. Yes, I got that. So I thought it would be great to put these old Macs in the store. And it was amazing how many people, instead of looking at the brand new machine sitting right there, were drawn almost by magic to this little beige beauty. And they said, does it still work? Of course, why? Well, you can't Bing. put that in a store and if it doesn't work. Boing! <laughs> boots right up every time. Yep. And then the whole lights dim. <laughs> and I dare not boot all three at the same time. I dare not do it. Yeah, didn't you get a call from Chicago Power saying cut that out? I did, but here's the problem. I was turned this way and I got tanned on just one side of my face. <laughs> but they still boot. And the problem was he had a Word document open, so he had like scrolling letters on his face, on just the side of his face. Here's the neat thing. I found a white Macintosh box at a garage sale. And it just had Macintosh on it. No picture, no anything. The Apple logo, Macintosh. Was and, that from the original? And I thought that was the box from the original. So I went over to this garage sale, and I opened up this box. And I hate garage sales, and my wife loves them. And I pull out an original Macintosh, and I thought, this is cool. I want to buy it. How much? She says, $5, but it doesn't boot. Oh, it didn't no. have a floppy in it. She didn't know that you had to have a floppy in it. Even better, I reach in, and there's a book. And I open this spiral notebook, and there's cassette tape tutorials on how to use a Macintosh. Audio, cassette tape tutorial. Did it, did it also oh, have... <laughs> oh, I will give you the $5. <laughs> and right then, his wife was at home going, no, no. No, she was, uh, she was about three aisles away going, what do you need that for? To my, and my answer, of course, is I, I, I don't need it. 
It's it's not a question of need, it's but a it's a question it's, of want. It's the cassette, honey. Nobody has a cassette tape tutorials that came with the Macintosh. The original. How many people still have cassette players? The the hands are really slow. Yeah, I've got one. I got. Did anybody see Don't the little car that drives around the record player over here? Is that the coolest and most useless thing you've ever seen? <laughs> I told the guy it's a hundred dollars. I was like a hundred dollars. I'd have to go buy a record still. I, uh, I got a reel to reel, but I don't have a record. Here's I've the got thing: lots I thought, what if you put a little Bluetooth transceiver in it, and then you can send it out to speakers or something? Yeah, and then you could uh, make the blue light revolve and give it like German police car colors, and it would still be stupid idea. Uh, but well, yeah, but <laughs> it was that's still not really cool. the point. So, it, while it's fun to have the latest and greatest Macintosh yep. computers, I see this trend. That kind of worries me a little bit. And the Mac App Store is going to make it even worse. I love me some Mac App Store. My credit card does not like me some Mac App Store. But here's the problem, guy. I'm constantly updating to the latest and greatest of whatever the software is. Right. And I see a lot of people doing this. And what I want to try to encourage people to do is stop going with the latest and greatest and get really good with something that you have. If you've got Photoshop and you're still at CS3, you don't need CS5. You don't need it. Although the Magic Eraser is really cool. You don't need it. They really they stopped innovating. They're just adding stuff in now that looks cool. Get really, really good with Photoshop CS3. Right. And then you have skills which you can get paid for. You can get paid for being really good at CS3. You don't need to spend $1,500 on the new version, guy. No, I don't think so. The most amazing stuff that I see isn't created with the most latest and greatest software. It's the guy that's running on a G4 with pre-Photoshop 6.0, and and he's running rings around everybody. It's amazing. Because he's taken the time to learn how to use the tools that he already has instead of getting the new version and having to try to learn that as well. And that's kind of what I wanted to encourage people to do is, while it's great to, to spend money and support the communities of developers that are making the software, and it's important because we need them, and I'm still going to spend money on it. Don't worry. They're not going to go broke. <laughs> Ask my wife. Yeah, Adobe is going broke they're, every day. Yes, now. they're going broke. Um, Get really good with what you got. Spend some time, learn the software that you already own. Because I can guarantee you, half the, more than half the people in here has downloaded something from the Mac App Store in the last month, and they've used this much of it. And, they, and then they go back to the Mac App Store to see what if else there's can any I find. Updates. Are there like any updates scavenger. for the program I just bought? Let me it's look. Scavenger. What, I like this one. I like this one, too. Click, click, buy, click, click, buy. And you know what started it all is... There, it's most. It's ninety nine cent for almost everything. Yeah, I'll and just the iOS, I'll buy that. The iOS oh, that looks like a fun game. And then all of a sudden, if you, especially for me, if you tie it to your PayPal account, <laughs> bad idea. Holy crap, that's real money. Did, did I just spend seventy dollars <laughs> on what? On seventy games that you will either never, need, never use or never finish. I didn't need Angry Birds Christmas. You didn't? I didn't need Angry Birds Christmas. I don't know why I bought it. It was a marketing. I got it. Now, look, they're, they're looking for the applications that they've got that they've never played. Yeah, go to the search, type in now, Angry now, Birds now, see, Christmas. Now, I'm going <laughs> I'm to go back to your home screen. All right. I'm going to ask you how often you use some of these applications, okay? All right. What is this, Ant something? What is that one? 
What is that? What's that one do? Yep. It's it's a Dave. Dave, how often do you use it? Once a week. How much did it cost? Nothing, I bet. That one was free. Dexter. You haven't used it in a couple months, and still, and yet there it is. it's on your iPhone. Yeah. There's you. You have too many apps. Stop buying apps. You don't need that many. And you know you can put those in folders now. You don't have to. You're getting thumb sprain. That's that's the new thing. People are going to the doctor now. I can't do it no more. Or repetitive or the opposite. motion. You're, it's it's nighttime and you're doing this. Injuries. That's the that's the new. You can't while they stop. Sleep. Yeah. You can't. Why you're stop? It used to be that leg syndrome thing. I think the doctors made that up to. I've never seen. Look, she's got Angry Birds. But see, I bet you play Angry Birds though. She's got the Christmas Angry Birds. Of course she does. You got that Everybody restless leg syndrome. That. It's going to be the iPhone syndrome. <laughs> restless your, thumb your thumb syndrome. can't stop. Yep, RTS. We need to get into drug making. RTS. No, RTS has got to be taken. Yeah. Somebody yeah, come maybe. up with a good acronym, and then I'm going to make a placebo drug and advertise it onto sugar pills. Guys, I can't stop doing this, Doc. I can't. Or you're going to have thumb like, stutters. or you're going to start having good. like a little like muscle right there on your thumb. I'm and it'll sorry. Be disgusting. A little. Look at that. I can bench press. Wait, hold on a second. Extra. She's got one over here. What is that one again? F I X fix functionally illiterate extra drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, having grown you up in Florida in the seventies, I know probably you don't know have more an about iPhone. Than I'm Get out of this here on stage. <laughs> Who's got an iPhone back here? Uh, come on, let's see your iPhone. Now, come I on. know you spent. I cannot he's believe. Got, he's got braces. I know he spent a lot of money on apps. Let's see your iPhone. Come, come on. on. How many pages do you have in your iPhone? Most of them are free, but how many pages? Scroll through your pages. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. He's got six pages, and he's got folders. How many folders do you Okay, and he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. He's got 14 folders. So you started, you thought the folders thing was great, but then after a while, you go, I'm not putting anything into folders. I'm, I got to move it over four screens. That's a, that's a huge pain. How many, how many, let, let's scroll over. Look at, look, his thumb's not even working right anymore. It doesn't work. One, two, three, four, it's five, hurt after six, a while. seven. But I saw a lot of folders. No, yeah, a whole page of folders. How many apps do we need? As many as our little fingers can buy. We don't need this many apps. We do anyway. We, don't look it, at my iPhone do. and find out how many I have. Um, if that's the case, and she App says hoarding. the person with the most toys win, I won. Because he just took your iPhone. Because no, he didn't. Use oh, that phone. wasn't your phone. Oh, damn it. It. Shouldn't have said that just then. So I've got look one, two. That's it. Now I've got folders, but you know, you know what I'm using a lot now. What's that? I'm using the Kindle app. How many people are using the Kindle app on an iOS device instead of instead what of uh, I found iBooks? Out, and I think this is fantastic. I can sync my content between my multiple devices, so I'm reading a book on the iPad. And the iPad was perfectly made for this. You got taller But Apple's than me. iBook store is terrible. I just wanted to feel taller than you once. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, much but the glare, the glare is going to oh, kill him. Dun, 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 I got dun. it. Don't worry. Okay, good. I love the iBook store. I love the stupid page curl that we all went, oh, that's cool, but I just want to read. Stop it. I just want to read. <laughs> the Kindle app is awesome because I'm reading it on the iPad and I put it away. 
And then my kids want to play with the iPad, but I want to read. So I pull this out, and I launch Kindle, and it remembers where I was. That was great. It was fantastic. Then I was in Chicago for work, and I was telling a guy about it, and he goes, did you get the Kindle Mac app? And I said, no. So I downloaded it. I launched it, and I went to my book, and it remembered where I was. Wherever I go, there it is. They know what you're reading and where you're reading it. And how you read it. I love me some functionality, and that's great. Well, does, does, doesn't that kind of you know, feel scary at times? That something that you're doing on one device, and then you go to another device, and it says, and it's oh, yeah, 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 that's what you were doing there. It's like, Who, how many of you guys are Evernote users? Not as many as I thought. Evernote is one of the greatest programs yep. on any, any... I love Evernote. It's fantastic. So it's free, A. <laughs> it works on the Mac. It works on the PC. works on Linux. Nobody uses Linux. Why do they keep... Who, like, who has Linux? Anyone here have Linux? Of course. That you actually right use. Right here. I know right here. he does. I wasn't even looking <laughs> over there. He, that guy's got everything. Okay, what he's, distro? He's running Linux on a beige box. So, Evernote will allow you to take God notes, bless you, sir. <laughs> pictures, sound files, movies. You drop it into <laughs> Evernote, and it syncs with all your Evernote devices. So, if you've got Evernote on your iPhone, you got it on your iPad, you got it on your computer, there's Evernote. The only thing that's missing is the Wii. And that would make... Yeah, that we, would actually, we just used but that today. A, but we just used thing. it today. I, we did. But here's the thing. If yeah. I had Evernote on my Wii, my Wii would be useful. I got suckered into that one. I didn't, nobody uses the Wii. Everywhere. Yay, my arm hurts. I'm done. Give me a Let's I'll do go this. bowling. I'll do this. I can't I can't do that. <laughs> you do two bowl you two two bowling on the Wii and you're tired. Well, you know, <sighs> my my wife and I got the um, what was it, the the sports pack because she wanted to do the yoga. And it's got this thing where it takes your weight. And Let me tells see your you, iPhone. Yeah. And it was like, I got on it. I, I'm six foot that, six. Okay, I like it. Okay? I got to see how much. So I get on this thing, and I'm thinking, well, okay, well, I got, I got a little bit going on here, but it's not that bad. One, I get on this thing, it says, you are two, mortally obese. Three. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this four, really encourages me to use this Four program. pages, four pages, a whole bunch of folders. Yeah. And she claims she uses every app on here. How many people believe she uses every map, app on here? I... I, I What's that app? <laughs> That's two fine places on the bu- What's the app? The app is Maps. Very good. Who makes the Maps oh, Could app? I see that for a minute, please? It's, it's automatically. It's not automatically. Somebody had to put it on there, and that was Apple, and they're using Google technology. So you gotta learn. It's not just magic. You've got to learn where it came from. Tim, could, could you hand that to me, please? The whole person or just the phone? Uh, I think just the phone. She's pretty small. That's her I mom. Her mom left her up. Thank you. Maybe not. I've been walking around the expo. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that. oh, you wanted that back. You wanted that back. So our website is www.mymac.com. We have a couple different podcasts that we do. Actually, five. Podcasting though isn't what we focus on. We have a lot of product reviews. A lot, of talent, of things, a lot of talented writers. Absolutely. One of the things that we do at the Macworld Expo is we meet with all the different vendors. We procure free stuff for the writers so they can write it. I don't want the free stuff. I, my wife won't let me bring that stuff home anymore. <laughs> and our writers, very impartial, will write reviews. It's really hard nowadays to find places to impartial review. Is this worth buying? 
God, you're so far down there. I know. It's, we <laughs> I'll come down. Again. I'll come down. It's so hard to find content That's to tell unbiased. you what's worth buying. And we've been trying to do that since 1995. In internet years... Oh, I... I there were dinosaurs oh in my internet God. years back then. Night, uh, my Mac started as a digital download. Tell me, how many people here remember Doc Maker? Anybody? Wow, I don't nobody? see a, oh, yeah, oh, I saw a couple hand. people. It was a Doc <laughs> Maker. It was kind of like PDF, but before PDF. And it was better because it was old. Old's better. Yeah, that's what I keep telling and, myself. And I put this, I, I created this little digital thing. Right. And I put it online. And online was AOL. And if you had AOL, you couldn't Copy get anywhere serve, else. Also. It was just AOL. You couldn't go anywhere. It was just AOL. CompuServe. How many people remember eWorld? Couple eWorld. Uh, quick trivia for you. My Mac almost became eWorld. I had a license agreement in my hand from Apple Legal to license the, e- the eWorld name. Right. The day after Steve Jobs personally told me, no, they don't want to license it. <laughs> Well, it would have lasted about a day and a half. Yeah, bragging rights. So I created this little digital magazine. I thought it would be fun to put it online. CompuServe, eWorld, first class BBSs around the world. And this I'm weird, sorry, what? First class, it was this old stuff that you had to type. BBS. BBS. Okay. And do you know what a BBS is? It's, you got to take penicillin to get rid of it. It's horrible. You never want a BBS. In order to know me. what a BBS is, you would need a DeLorean. You do need a DeLorean. I have to go back in time. Yep. A bulletin board system. It's, it's kind of like the Internet, but just text. And it was one computer. You can call one computer, and that was it. Yeah, but you could use your mouse, right? No, well, uh, no. No, not so no, much. No, I use Z-Term. The only time you use Z-Term and a mouse was launch Z-Term. <laughs> that was then it. Then you're on your own. Here's another company, Global Village. Does anybody remember Global Village? Yeah. And everybody's going modems. Modems. Here, here's, here's audio history for you. When I wanted to call into a BBS or AOL, and we love that sound. You know what we hated with AOL? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, they, they, would, they would actually, ha- well, she probably doesn't know this. You would actually have to dial in on a telephone number from within your area code in order to get on some of these early services. How many, how many people remember AO wait? Yeah, AO hell. Oh, yes. You, do, you, you could never get in. If it was after 5 p.m., you ain't getting on AOL. I'll, I'll, I'm setting my alarm clock to 2 a.m. I'll get up and check my email then because that's the only time you're getting in. Oh, sending graphics over modem was the most painful. I remember when I got my 56K modem, yeah. I was flying. Oh, boy, that was I, something. I skipped over 2400. Well, I went from what was 96 your first one? What was your, all the way up. How fast was your first modem? Um, 1200 baud. No, I had a 600 baud modem. Yeah, mine, a mine, was, mine was a 2400 that I got when I signed up. I can't even remember the name of the service now. It was like through Sears and IBM. Does anyone remember that one? Sears and IBM. Uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. That's what it was. Prodigy. Does anybody yes. remember Prodigy? Did anybody actually manage to use Prodigy? <laughs> you know, they, you, they gave you a modem. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know what AOL did for me? It made me not scared of my Macintosh. I had AOL 2.0. This was the first Macintosh I had at home. And I was on AOL, and then my mouse stopped moving. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? And I didn't know what to do. I couldn't go up to the special and shut down. 
What do I, what do, I do? You reach around the back. Well, I called Apple. <laughs> and after 15 minutes on hold, I told this nice person, it might have been you, what do I do? <laughs> what do I and, and the lady said, just turn it off and turn it back on. I said, I can't. My mouse isn't moving. I can't do that. She goes, no, there's a switch on the back. Very, turn very it off, patiently she said Turn this. it back on. So I said, really? And she said, yeah. I was never scared of my Mac after that point, but I should have been because when I did that and I started up, he yelled at me. <laughs> yeah. You were supposed to go to the special menu and get down. How dare you? I always thought that was fun. It yells at you for doing that, but I couldn't do the other thing that you wanted me to. It's a, it's a computer. Shouldn't it have known? I can't do anything. It's not moving. Well, fortunately, so that, fortunately, Apple has become much less controlling since then. A- Apple made, or AOL made me not scared of my computer because at that point, if I could just turn it off and turn it back on. You were good. I'm good to go. I'm not going to break it. And you just click right past that message. Yeah, it, it, it was annoying. Oh, yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. He was talking about the, the bomb error messages bom, that you sometimes get. Bom. When it would and actually with such, sound like with a crash. such helpful information, you just had a system crash 3006. Uh, oh, good. Thanks. Take it, guy. Clear as mud. Uh, Are you tired? I was, I was tired before I got here. <laughs> I got four kids. I'm tired tomorrow already. You know, I think it, after um, the, we got here on Tuesday, and after... Oh, that is such a nice... It's thank nice. you. Thank, we really, really like this couch. Thank you. Thumbs up. After four days at the Macworld Expo, I think that, uh, yeah, even my, even my, my sunken Your eyes ears are bloodshot. Tired. Your ears look tired to me. My, my ears are bloodshot at this point. So we encourage you guys to visit MyMac.com, and we have a bunch of different podcasts. We have the Tech Fan Podcasts. That's what I do. Yep. Guy is doing the MyMac.com podcast. Yeah, the, the flagship podcast, MyMac, the MyMac.com podcast with Gaz Maz, who's uh, in the U.K. If you rotate your microphone, there's this little thing called App Minute. It's another podcast as part of the MyMac.com family of shows. Yep. We talk about, what do we talk about? I don't know. He, he's the guy that does it. What do we do on yeah, the Sam App Levin. Minute? It's like a two-minute podcast, so you can, like, not listen for a month and catch it all up in one drive. It's great. Apps basically, yeah, and there's the yeah. pocket size pocket size podcast, brand new show. Yep, and with we Scott Wilsey. We also have the geekiest show ever, with a rotating cast. That's of the name characters. of the show. I know you're waiting for me to tell you the name of the show. That's the name of the show, geekiest show ever. So mymac.com is the website. Take a listen to our podcast. Check out our reviews, and thank you very much for coming to the show. And have a good MacWorld. And God bless. A light and screen in virtual red and virtual green cyberspace. Moth to a flame, but the heat's not real. I don't know you, and you don't know me. Cyberspace. Hey, my Mac listeners, Sam Levin here from App Minute, the ultimate, ultimate source for app news and information. Cool things about all your iPad, iPhone, iPod Touch, Android, anything that connects to those devices, 
we're all over it. And in less than two minutes, you can get your fix from atminute.com. Check it out today. It's a free podcast. You can listen live under your browser or via iTunes. Check it out today at atminute.com. If you're a fan of Apple's iOS devices, such as the iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, and even the Apple TV, please listen to my new podcast called The Pocket Size Podcast. It's available on MyMac.com and, well, even iTunes if you search really, really hard. Anyway, it stars myself, Scott, and my co-host, Peter. And don't forget about me, your loyal and faithful Macintosh computer. You were going to mention me, weren't you? Uh, sure... Pocket Size Podcast is a MyMac.com podcast. Find it at MyMac.com. Thank you for listening. We won't forget you, the little people. You do know that if I could record and edit this entire podcast on my iPhone, I would do it, right? Ouch. That hurts. I'm going into sleep mode now. One man can know everything, so it's good that there's two of them. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. It was a lot of fun to be up there on stage with Tim at Macworld 2011, and I'm, I'm hoping we'll get to do it next year as well. Um, this is going to kind of end the show for the evening. Uh, next week, of course. Hopefully, uh, Gaz will be back and we'll, we'll be back to our usual, uh, uproarious hijinks. I've, I've got something a little different planned. Now, obviously, uh, next week we're gonna, I'm, or I'm gonna go a little bit more into, you know, some of the things I saw and some of the things we did while we were at Macworld, you know, talking about it with Gaz. But, uh, there was something that Tim and I were doing while we were waiting for our, our red eye flight out of uh, San Francisco that just had the two of us <laughs> very, very, very highly entertained. And I'll, I'll go more into that next week. So anyway, uh, no app recommendations this week. You know, uh, if you need to contact us, I, I am, you can contact me. <sighs> you know, it, it is hard to podcast by yourself. You can contact me, guy at mymac.com. Gaz is gaz at mymac.com. I, we can both also be reached at Twitter. Gaz is gazmaz on Twitter. I am MacParrot on Twitter. And, of course, our ever-present Skype telephone number that you all seem to have forgotten, so we have to tell you every single week about it. It's area code 703-436-9501. 703-436-9501. Nine five zero one. You can reach Fearless Leader Tim at, or actually us too, feedback at mymac.com. And of course, we would also appreciate it if you would leave us some iTunes comments. Just go to the uh, the iTunes page for the mymac.com podcast and, and take a couple of minutes and leave a comment. We'd really, really appreciate it. So I hope you all have a great, a great night, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for downloading the mymac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at mymac.com. 
or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. Roses are red, violets are blue, most poems rhyme, but this one doesn't.